Welcome to Not in a Huff with Jackson Huff, where we interview newsmakers, storytellers, and all-around interesting people. Sit back, relax, uh, unless you're driving, and enjoy the show. Here's Jackson. Hello, hello, hello. I am Jackson Huff. This is Not in a Huff. Thanks so much for being here. Really appreciate it. Great week for you. I'm interviewing two people this week. Done it a few times before. Normally it's from, you know, an American perspective and someone overseas. Not the case today. They actually live in the same city and and know each other. Um, I'm interviewing two people that are featured in cut videos on YouTube. You know, these are videos. Don't know whether you've seen them. Urge you to check them out. They've got some really kind of just entertaining, you know, people talking and, and answering questions with their you know their mother-in-law and and ones that you know you're guessing um, somebody's job just by them being in a lineup um, you know there's ones that you're guessing what language people are speaking it's just a they're, they're all really entertaining um, they do do some I guess some more risque ones so to speak um, you know about interesting topics um, but overall I, I think that cut is just a really cool uh, really cool um, video platform on on YouTube because they, they just cover so many things and, and we learned that you know just as different as, as you see people really people are all the same people have this commonality and and that's why I really enjoy uh, watching cut videos so you know the quest was to find some some people that were featured in these videos because uh, some of the same people are featured over and over and over um, noticed that and I wanted to reach out to some and see how did they get on these cut videos you know how did they uh, you know start filming some of these some of these crazy antics that happen um, you know how do they continue to get called back and a little bit about them you know when they're not starring in YouTube videos that literally have millions of views. Uh, the people that I'm talking to today, Jasmine Kendrick and Anjali Jean-Pierre, you know, the, their videos combine over 100 million views. Um, both of them really, really cool people. Really enjoyed speaking to both of them. Um, we're going to learn about Jasmine first, you know, how she got involved. She actually got involved a little bit because of Anjali, who we're going to hear from second. So really cool tie in there. Um, Enjoyed speaking to both of them. Let's get um, to my interview with Jasmine, and then we'll uh, get to Anjali. I have Jasmine Kendrick with me today. Jasmine, how are you? I'm fantastic. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks so much for joining me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thanks for reaching out. For sure, for sure. So um, obviously we know you from from Cut and, and those videos on YouTube, but tell us just a little bit about yourself outside of uh, the world of, of cut videos? Yeah, no. So I am a Seattle native, born and raised here. Um, I've not actually spent time anywhere else. So I'm through and through a Seattle like OG. Um, <laughs> but outside of that, I am an HR professional. So like my nine to five is an office job. Yeah, I'm the one that's laying down the hammer and laying down the law in the office. Um, I have a passion for dancing. Um, I love makeup and beauty. So like I do a little bit of like that kind of stuff on the side, but I also have a podcast um, that I run with one of my um, former roommates now because she moved out. But um, yeah, I've been doing that for a little over two years now. So high, high level, that's Jasmine right now. <laughs> yeah, I like it. 
That's funny. So you say you're a, a Seattle native. Um, tell us a little bit about, I guess, the, the Emerald City. Let's see. So, okay. So high level, like these are the most common things that people will ask about Seattle, just like assume about Seattle. It's like, it rains all the time here, which it's not always raining. It's always definitely kind of like, you know, gray, you know, more often than not. And when it does rain, it's usually more of like a sprinkle. It very rarely is just like pouring on us. Um, that's one thing that I see. We're always depicted and what it's like always showering here. It's really not. Um, we have some of the most beautiful springs and summers here. Like we have some beautiful scenery and all of that stuff. So, um, I love, I love Seattle for that reason. I feel like we get the best of, of everything. You know, we've got the water, we've got mountains, we've got, you know, beach, all that kind of stuff. Um, and then another one is, you know, Starbucks and like the Uggs thing and, yeah, we have Starbucks everywhere, but where do you go that doesn't have Starbucks everywhere? You know, like, <laughs> let's be honest. Um, I think Seattle's uh, coffee scene is starting to get a little bit more of like, yeah, Seattle's like the giant around here, but here's where you can get other great coffee in Seattle, you know, like that kind of thing. Um, but definitely stereotypical. We're super hipster out here. Um, let's see what else food. We have some of the best food out here. I don't know if I'm biased because I like to eat, but there's a lot of great places to eat, um, good food at in Seattle. And if you like there, you can find a lot of uh, food blogs that I found on Instagram that happened to be in Seattle that I never even noticed or like knew about. So, uh, you know, we've got people putting us on the map as far as like food goes. So, yeah. So this is a kind of a, a tall task, but you know, we do know you from, from cut. So let's kind of just mm -hmm. act like, you know, people don't know what cut is. So give us the high level of what cut is. Okay. So let's see. Cut is a Seattle based production company and they kind of made a name for themselves on YouTube from um, starting these like truth or drink videos, which is like a game that, you know, there's truth or dare. And with truth or drink, you know, instead of a dare, you would just take a shot or something. They've got fear pong as well, which is just like beer pong, but way more extreme. Um, there's, there's dares under the cups instead. And they're usually stuff like, you know, hey, would you stand the rest of the game with worms in your pants or something, you know, and like, you know, just really crazy things. Um, and so people love to watch stuff like that, you know, so they kind of made a name for themselves by by making those kinds of videos, bringing interesting folks on to like, you know, do them as well. They have other, they've got a, they've got a few other like videos too, but I would say high level, they're known for fear pong videos, truth or drinks. Um, and they have lineups as well, where they bring in a group of people and somebody has to guess whether they're like, you know, guess what their occupation is, you know, match the occupation up to the person or something like that, so on and so forth. Yeah. Right. So that do a good job. Would you have a good idea of what it is? <laughs> you, yeah, I, I you did a you did a good job for sure. So tell us, I guess you know what what got you involved with cut? Did you see you know the fear pong and worms and pants and like this is this is my right. life's calling or what? Okay, so actually this is gonna be for this is gonna be a little like weird and ride with me on this because like right. if you're a real if you're a real cut fan, you know, and you watch the channel, you start to become familiar with you know some of the people that they frequent. Mm -hmm. Um, so I know Anjali in real life, like through my ex-boyfriend. 
And I always thought she was so gorgeous, beautiful, you know, all this stuff. And then, and then I saw, like, I follow her on Instagram and then she was like posting stuff about this like cut channel. But, but yeah, so I was just kind of like, okay, so what is this? It's based in Seattle. Like there's no reason why I shouldn't be able to do this. Um, But it is pretty, it was pretty tricky to get, um, you know, cast in a video. They, um, they don't necessarily just like have open calls they'll just present like, Hey, these are the videos that we're shooting. If you feel like you, you know, might be a good fit for this, fill out this like form, we'll review your submission and kind of go from there. And so I would say for the longest time, I was either just like not really applying to things or I was, and like, I wasn't getting like chosen. Um, and there was this one that they did, which was my very first one ever. And, um, I, I, you know, they, they were having a hard time, I guess, like finding family or like talents that would be down. And I know my parents are, uh, they're fun people. They're very open and funny. Like I, I felt like they would be open to that, to like the idea of it. And, and it worked out and cut, you know, liked, they liked that my parents, like the people on the internet loved my mom and dad. And so like from there, when I started to apply for other videos that, you know, might fit within what I feel like I could be a good fit for, um, it was easy, it was easier, you know, like I was then kind of more of like a familiar face to like familiar name. And, um, the more videos that I did, the more that, you know, the internet loved me. And so it was kind of like a no brainer, like keep bringing me back. Like what's up? <laughs> Do you know how many videos you've been in? Oh, okay. So I tried to do a breakdown uh, yesterday because at this point it's just kind of like, oh, this is just one of my, my many, but actually I've done three fear pong videos. Mm. I've done two truth or drinks. I have done three lineups and then, um, what else have I done? Oh, I did the button, which is like that dating, they had this dating show thing. Mm -hmm. So I did that. Um, and then I also have done a couple of their keep it 100s, mm-hmm. which are just like those compilation type of right. videos. So right. those ones I don't count because it's literally just like a flash and then we're gone. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. So I've, I would say at least 10 or 11 videos at this point. Yeah. 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 And two of those that you mentioned are interesting enough that I kind of want to talk about. One, of course, go ahead. One of them is, I believe it's a, it's a, a, truth or drink where Mm -hmm. it's it's doing it with a crush is that a real Mm -hmm. video did you really have to be like hey you're my crush and we need to do this video together that just seems right super awkward so um i don't know for like i can't necessarily speak for the other people but for my date you know tj in the video um i actually had met him months before at this like event and we didn't, we didn't actually really, I would say like acquaint each other. It was just an all day event. We were both there like all day. So I guess our faces kind of became like familiar and, um, he didn't approach me like that day immediately. It was like, as we were leaving, it was a brief, like, Hey, we've literally like walked by each other, like all day. Hey, what's up? Like, here's my name, that kind of like thing. And then, um, I think out after the event, we just kind of like were social media friends. Um, and yeah, like, I was kind of like, you know, I didn't necessarily know that he was like interested in me from the jump, but he did um, throughout, I would say the course of like the months hint at like, you know, hey, we should probably like get together soon or, you know, but life happens, we're busy. It didn't really ever come to fruition. 
And so um, I think Cut actually hit me up asking me about, you know, that video. And I was like, okay, I guess I could, I, you know, I could do that. Like, this would be a good, like, it was an actual first date, you know. Um, and I guess you could say we were like crushing on each other. You know, I wouldn't necessarily say super literal, like, oh, I've had this, oh, crush on him, oh, you know. But like, yeah. it was, it was definitely like a good opportunity for like a first date to try to get to know each other a little bit more. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I guess that the comments on on that one talks about <laughs> how it looks like because it's brought on like you're the one that's crushing on him, but he's the one right. that kind of acted real awkward about all of it. So yeah, so um, I just I don't know what was going on there with TJ, man, because you know we even after the fact, you know, like we've seen each other, we, we frequent, you know, some of the same groups and stuff. The energy is always cool. And like the vibes are there. We're both Leos. Like, I don't know if that has to do with anything, but we have the same kind of, and so I think with that too strong. And I know that, you know, like, I know that I give off a lot of uh, intimidating or like, you know, strong personality, confidence vibes. And um, it's just one of those things where I don't know if like, I, if he was like nervous, because again, it was really our first time kind of like actually hanging out, or if he actually was just being, you know, uh, more conscious about like what he was like trying to say and stuff. So I really, I ultimately like don't know, but um, it made for great content. <laughs> I guess that that's the goal, but, but it's not some happily ever after where, and then we've been married for six and a half months. No. Yeah, no, we, <laughs> we hung out after that. Um, Cause like, if I don't know if you saw like at the end of the video where he was like, you know, buy it and play it offline so that you can actually get like, you know, freaky with it. And so like we, um, we did hang out afterwards um, just to kind of like, you know, spend some more time with each other. And um, he was a little bit more, I guess you could say like more outgoing and open and stuff, you know, but I wouldn't necessarily say it went like off the charts, you know, like, you know, he, I, don't th I wouldn't say like switched like that. Yeah. Well, the, the other one I want to talk about is another dating one. You're the first person I've had on that was on, you know, that whole the button thing. And yeah. you actually were we're in it at the very end. So, um, so did, I mean, did you actually go on a, on a date there? I mean, is we, we did. Yes. Brittany and I did go on a date or Brit, um, Brit brutality as she likes to go by. We went oh. to, there's this, uh, yeah, there's this restaurant out here called ma'am noon. Um, and it's kind of like middle, it's kind of like middle Eastern. Um, I guess you would say inspired. They have like a lot of lamb dishes and stuff like that. Um, but we did. We went on it. We went on a date and we had a really good time. We went back to her apartment afterwards and like chatted, chatted it up. And, um, she's her and I both are um, bisexual, you know? So I think she, she and I both tend to have more of like, um, consistent, I would say like male partners or like male relationships and the female relationships are kind of more of just like, what's, this is a vibe that I could ride kind of thing. So if you, you know, if you were on the desert island with uh, with her, with Britt, or with was it TJ or DJ? TJ, TJ, TJ. W w I guess which one or which one do you vibe with more? Is it is it Britt? Oh, tricky. I would say I I think I would say Britt more, um, and that's just because of like the all around. I think energy is more of a better vibe. Yeah, you know, desert island. So I'm thinking, you know, physicality. I'd probably prefer a man, but can hold it down i know she can hold it down <laughs> well, if she goes by brutality i think she you probably, know she probably does yeah. hold it down pretty well 
<laughs> so, She's not somebody to play with. <laughs> no, I don't. I, I, I didn't get those vibes either. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, with, with the videos that you've done, um, what are, mm-hmm. what's, what's your favorite video that you've, you've done and maybe your least favorite? Mm, okay. So my favorite one, and I think I tend to forget about this for some reason, but, um, it's either the, the Bumble lineup that I did. I don't know if you saw that, but, um, I had to line, I had to match the Bumble profiles to, uh, like seven or eight different guys. And, um, I think what was fun about that one was that, um, I, I liked the attention that I was getting, you know, they were definitely like flirting and like that always gives you like a good energy boost, but also, um, I got them all right. Like, and I, the ones that I didn't get right, I knew I didn't get right kind of thing. So like, for me, that was a really fun experience. Um, I've met a couple like, uh, from that group, there's like two or three guys there who like, we're actually friends now in real life, you know, that kind of thing. So, um, you know, just, it was, it was cool to meet people. Um, and then I would say my other one that is a top contender is the fear pong that I did the phobias fear pong. Um, that one was just fun through and through, you know, it's, it's a phobias one. So they're trying to like, you know, make you get scared. And I was in a cough, I was locked in a coffin with someone with crickets then bugs. Like, yes, you know, for, for like two to three minutes, um, I had a tarantula crawling on my face, like, you know, who does that, you know? And, um, then the, the worst part about that one was, um, they had to simulate pregnancy, uh, pains or like contractions and so they put this little like contraction on her stomach and turn it all the way up and I was flopping around like a fish like you know but it was it was a really fun time because even though it was a competition we were all kind of like cheering each other on you know it was it was a really good time all the way around on that one so those ones I would say are my favorite uh least favorite it's tricky Um, because I struggle with like, the only reason why I would say my least favorite is this truth is the truth or drink episode that you're talking about is mainly just because of like the outside backlash that I've gotten. And then I'll, I'll get people who are like, you know, attacking me, like trying to defend uh, TJ and that kind of thing where it's like, if they knew like our relationship, like you don't even need to do this. And on top of that, you, you, your opinion is formed off of like this video, this like seven minute video of me, like you don't actually know me. So, um, I would say that was probably the least one just because of like everything that's like come with it. Um, but, but at the same time on that video, people either love me, like love me or they just like hate me. Oh, well (laughs) you win some, you lose some. Yeah. So, you know, we're, we're, we're kind of talking about it a little bit, but how do you feel about, I guess, you know, all these, you know, essentially millions of people having seen, um, you know, you on, on YouTube and, and some of the, I guess the, the things that you, you shared is, you know, if, if someone sees you and kind of looks yeah. at you, like, I think I know her, you know, when you're strolling through Costco, does it ever get a little <laughs> bit weird or? So it's funny that you say that I'm somebody who like, I, like I was saying, I've lived in Seattle my whole life. It's hard for me to go somewhere and not see somebody that I don't, that I like, know. you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. even, you know, even if I'm with like my mom or something like, you know, we all just, there's at least somebody that we're running into. So that to me is not necessarily like a big deal. You know, it's really not. Um, I love like personally, I love it. 
Um, I want more people to like want to see me and want to like hear more about me. Um, if anything, you know, like I said, I have a, I have a podcast myself and it's one of those things where it's like, hopefully we want millions of people to like, listen to our podcast, you know, in that same kind of way. So, um, honestly for me, I, I love it. And at the same time, I'm, I understand people aren't going to love everything that I have to say. People aren't going to love everything that I have to do, but I'm just being authentically like me. I'm just being myself and again, take it or leave it. Cause at the end of the day, like I'm going to be fine. I'm still going to be me and I'm still going to be trying to, you know, have others feel comfortable being the same way and doing the same stuff. Right, right. So two more cut questions, then I do want to talk about your your podcast. Go ahead, go ahead. So, well, I mean, it, it sounds like the answer would be yes, but are you interested in doing more cut videos? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, there is there's this thing that they have in the works that I don't necessarily think we can like talk about. So that might be something that um, we see soon. Um, and then I've just been watching out for all their uh, casting calls and there's not been any lately that fit them, but mm-hmm. yeah, I definitely keep my eyes out for um, anything. Yeah. Well, Cause I would love good. it. Yeah. So the other one would be, um, and I don't believe you've had to do one. I, I've talked to some that, that have, and it's normally their least favorite to, to have to do, but how do you feel about those, those lineup videos where you've got to rate from attractiveness and then put yourself in oh, there? I, yeah. Those are, those are rough. It's so funny that you say that because like lineups, they terrify me. They really, really do. Um, when I was, they brought me in to do one lineup that they didn't tell me what it was before, you know, like they just asked me to like show up for something. And I was like, okay, yeah, of course. And it was like the, guess your ethnicity, you know, and that one got kind of like, you know, tricky because, you know, race and stuff gets involved or whatever. And um, yeah, I just, I am somebody who I feel like I can judge all day. Like it's so easy for me to be like, "Mm, ugly, cute, ugly, like, you know what I mean? But don't throw me in the mix. I don't want to hear about myself. Like, no, I don't need that kind of like negativity. Um, So it's kind of like a, to me, that's a double standard. You know what I mean? Like I can dish it, but I can't take it. So I personally don't really like want to do that, you know? Um, however, I'm pretty confident in myself and I would hope that, you know, if I were to call it to be called in for something like that, I can handle it in a way that I'm not hurting feelings. So tell us about your podcast, The Way with Jazz and Tay. I like I like the flow of that that just flows right off your tongue. So Isn't it us. cute? It is cute. <laughs> you know, I I I don't have a, you know a cool name like that, but you know to play on play on my name too with my podcast, but I I like no, The Way like with that. Jazz and Tay. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. No, I do like that. I like that your name is a is a play as well cuz like same with ours like uh, mm-hmm. my name is Jasmine, my co-host's name is Shantae. So hence the jazz and Tay aspect of things. Um, but yeah, it's essentially like a, it's a variety show, but we definitely try to keep things um, fresh. And so we do a lot of like, you know, hot topics and hot takes. Um, but at the same time, we're very pro-black and pro-woman. And um, any time that we can kind of like elevate those marginalized communities on our podcast, we're trying to do that. So um I think one of the 
one of the biggest things that we always kind of touch on and talk about is of course like politics we're always given our hot takes on you know what's going on as far as that goes but we're also you know like dating um and you know entertainment you know what what have we been watching on tv you know what what's the internet talking about this week and um we just give our unsolicited opinions on it you know like yeah because nobody's really nobody's asking for this but hey we're gonna give it to you anyways <laughs> i like it i like it yeah so you're from what i've gathered based on your description there um basically basically your podcast is the complete opposite of what i do which i give absolutely no opinion and <laughs> and, and really no one really knows exactly my my thoughts behind stuff so really you're just you're just doing the the complete 180 Yes. And I think what is fun about that is that people really get a good sense of like who we are and our personalities. Um, and we like to try to get guests on our show as well. So that hopefully what Kashante and I generally have a great, like agreeing ideas, you know, we generally agree with what each other is feeling and thinking. And so it's always great when we get somebody on that can like challenge that, or even just bring a different perspective, a perspective to it. And that was essentially kind of what started uh the podcast anyways you know we we met as strangers um became roommates and we're realizing that like after work we're decompressing you know with one another and we're just like talking having these deep conversations and occasionally maybe somebody would come over and they're jumping in too and we're like yo we really should be like recording this or you know like why don't we start a podcast and after like a year and a half of talking about it we finally did it and so here we are now like two years later um, we're on run local AM radio every Thursday live, you know, like, and that's, that's something that helps keep, keeps us stay like consistent, you know? So it's, it's very, it's very fun. It's very fun. It's become a part-time job. It's a lot of work. Yeah. yeah <laughs> no, that I, I'm sure it is. Yeah. Um, so but, is, is it live on, on the radio on, on Thursdays? Exactly. Yes. See, that's, so that's, that's a yes. whole nother element. That's tough. See my yes. th this podcast, you know, I've I've given t a few of the episodes to various radio stations, definitely during COVID, um, that were trying to you know just fill time and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But it but it wasn't live, so I've been able to you know edit things down. But I I can't exactly. even imagine trying to do a podcast and it being live. Well, and on top of that, you know, keep in mind that we have to watch our mouths. We can't cast it's on live air, you know, so occasionally we might like let something slip and our board engineer has to hurry up and like catch it before the rest of, you know, Seattle hears it. And yeah, <laughs> yeah but it's, um, it, the, the, the live aspect has been very, I don't know how to explain it. It just, it, it helped us switch gears really quickly. You know, before we were just kind of like, eh, we'll record when we feel like it. Mm. We'll record when we, you know, feel like it, that kind of thing. But, you know, once we were offered this, you know, opportunity and they were like, yeah, make sure that you guys record an intro so that, you know, we can put you guys in and out and make sure that you guys know that you need to take commercial breaks and stuff. We're like, wait, this is a thing. Like, okay, this is actually becoming like a whole show technically. And, um, yeah, we've, we've been doing it now on the radio for a little, almost a year and a half now, every Thursday. Um, and um, people, people are, people are starting to, I guess, tune in a little bit more, like our downloads are, are, getting, are getting up. So I think people are starting to recognize us and like love us. Well, that's awesome. So where do you, where do you feel like you get recognized more? Is it from those cut videos or is it now from this, this radio gig? 
Yeah. Good question. So definitely more from cut for sure. Um, just because cut is, you know, like with the radio, it's local to like the Seattle, the greater Seattle area. Um, whereas cut, you know, it's on YouTube. It's, I have people who have like, I've met now from like the UK met, you know, but like, you know, just all over. So definitely I get more like, I feel like notice from that, but, um, there's been times when I have been out and about and especially with Shantae and it's like, Oh my God, it's the way. And you know, like, Oh, Hey, like I, I listened to you guys. And we actually had a guest on recently who the only reason why she was a guest was because like her manager listens to our show and was like, Hey, I've got a client who would probably, you know, like that kind of thing. So that's, that's dope because that gives us, you know, like new people to talk to and introduce and that kind of stuff. So, um, definitely cut first, but, um, the podcast is definitely, um, on its way. Like we did people are definitely like, we're known relatively locally as like the way with jazz and Tay podcast. Yeah. So the way with jazz and Tay, there's people, the people that aren't in the Seattle area to catch it, uh, on, on the radio, they can, they can get it, I guess, from all, all podcast platforms, I assume. Yeah. So we're, we're live every Thursday morning from seven to 8 AM on the radio. And then usually by 9 AM, the episodes out on all platforms and like literally any platform that offers a podcast, we're on it. That's just how cool we are. <laughs> There's so no excuse why you can't find us, you know, that kind of right, thing. Right. So you're, <laughs> I, I didn't know the time. So you have to be with it mm. and, and excited and ready to go at 7 a.m. And that's the whole fun of it because at 7 a.m. in the morning, who, why wouldn't you want to talk to like somebody like me? You know, we're there waking you up and, you know, those icebreakers, we, we play like games in the morning to kind of like get people, you know, thinking that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. And I think that's, a, that's kind of like a, been an added bonus because, you know, in the morning, I'm sure you probably are in traffic, you know, humming your way to work. And then you've got us um, in your ears, you know, and hopefully waking you up, bringing some kind of like energy to your day. Um, yeah, it's, Shantae is not a morning person and she definitely needs her coffee. Um, so it's funny because some mornings you can, it's, our energy levels are different, you know, but she, um, she always comes, she, she always comes through and like, you know, usually within the first like five to 10 minutes, she's there, you know, we're there. Right. Seven a.m.'s early. It it's is. early. That, that is a, <laughs> a prime spot on the radio. That's, and that's when everyone's driving to work. So exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, but yeah, so people can check that out on all podcast platforms. If you're in Seattle, mm -hmm. you can check it out um, on the radio on your way to work on Thursdays. How can people connect with the outside of that, that podcast? So slowly, real quick. Sorry, let me back it up. It's in Seattle. It's AM radio, 1150. Or you can stream it live online, kknw.com. Um, so you can find the podcast on Instagram and it's The Way with Jazz and Tay. Or you can find us on any streaming platform, search the same thing, The Way with Jazz and Tay. Um, and then my personal Instagram is jazzymonet93. And that's Monet, like M-O-N-E-T, like the French painter. Um, and that'll give you into like, that's, that's just all me. That'll give you... Peek into my crazy little mind and all the things that I'm into. So, Jazzy Monet 93, and then the way with Jazz and Tay, is that right? 
Perfect. Yes, you got awesome. it. Very good. Well, I'll tell you, it's been a pleasure speaking with you. Thanks so much for joining me. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm glad that you reached out. This was a good conversation. Well, good. Absolutely. So that was Jasmine, really cool person doing some really awesome things. Let's kick it to Anjali, also doing some amazing things outside of Cut. Um, here's Anjali. I am here today with Anjali Jean-Pierre. How are you, Anjali? Good. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks so much for joining me. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So obviously, we're going to talk a lot about Cut. That's kind of where we know you from. Um, yeah. But before that, just, just tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, I am a model, born and raised in Seattle, Washington. Um, I love animals, being outside, you know, all that fun stuff. So, yeah. yeah. And doing cut videos, obviously, duh. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> no, that's, that's, a, that's a big thing. Um, yeah. So, you know, we talked before we started kind of about making sure I said your, your name correctly. That's a very unique name. And I know that's the case because you even are able to have your website with just your first name. Yeah, There's all of my, all of my handles are just my first name. So there is yeah. very few people that can do that unless you're Oprah or Prince or something like that. No one is able to have just their first name. So right. how did that happen? I guess, how did, where did the name come from? Um, actually my like great aunt named me Anjali um, back in like the eighties, there is this perfume called Anjali, but it's spelled E-N-J-O-L-I. And there's like this catchy like theme song to it or whatever, and um, yeah, they just they just took that and switched the spelling, and that's where it came from. It's one hell of a name to name a newborn. I'm like, who names like a tiny newborn Angelique? Like, yeah, that's a well, lot you, of. You go by something shorter though, right? I think I've kind of heard it a couple times in your cut videos with your family. Yeah, my family calls me Ani. Ani, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's definitely a unique name and, and it's cool that you're able to get just that. I think it, what, what is it? I think it's called, I even wrote it down, a mononym that you're able just to have your first, first name. So yeah, like Madonna, Beyonce. There you like, go. You're in, <laughs> you're in good company then. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, you talked a little bit about being, you know, from Seattle and that's, you're at least still in that area if you're doing cut videos. So what uh -huh. do you think about, uh, the Emerald City. Do you do you enjoy uh, Seattle? I love it. There's no place like Seattle in the summer. Um, I live like on the lake, so like mm. my view right now, it's like this beautiful view of the lake, um, and it's sunny today, which is very rare. Um, it's it's home. It's a great place to like raise a family and just be. And it's up and coming also, so it's it's a lot of cool things happening in the city. Yeah. Yeah, and some of your your YouTube videos, like the ones on your channel, I noticed that you know it, it mixes in a lot of your family. So do you? I mean, do you live with your family? I feel like if you live in a lake, if you live by a lake, you might have to. Seattle's really, really expensive. It is. I was actually very fortunate enough to live in my own house. Um, huh. It's just my boyfriend. Um, my parents actually, we we're, we're really close. So my parents live like if you turn on a song you'll get to their house before the song is over. And then same with my grandparents. They live like right down the street. So it's really close. Um, I love it that way. I go grocery shopping at my parents' house all the time. Uh, <laughs> um, so, yeah. Yeah. Well, that, I feel like that's a good thing when it's a good thing and a bad thing when it's a bad thing. Right. So, right. yeah. So uh, okay. I guess let's kind of get into the, to the cut videos. Um, it's kind of a tall task, but you know, this, 
podcast, we talk to all kinds of different people, so I don't ever assume anything. So let's just talk about what cut is. Can you tell us what cut is as a whole? Um, it's basically a YouTube channel where they take regular everyday people, put them in weird situations, ask them uncomfortable questions and just see how they react. And just like, it's kind of like they break this um, barrier. I don't know how to even explain it, but it's like a, it's like a social experiment. And yeah. It's really cool. No, I, I, I think that's a good explanation. It's definitely kind of a social experience, experiment with every video. You don't necessarily like, like I've talked to other cut people, you know, there's, there's times that they come up with a question that they're asking, like I have nothing I would have ever even imagined that I want to know the answer to, but I'm going to have to figure out what these people have to say to this. Exactly. Exactly. So what was the first cut video that you were in? Cause you've been in quite a few. I have been in a lot. The first one I was in was, um, a lineup video guessed the person to the job mm-hmm. and I was like the person with the job that they were guessing do you yeah. know do you know how many you have been in oh actually I don't I feel like at least 10 maybe mm-hmm. but they do like they they do these things where they'll film one day and then break it up into different videos so it's like yeah. it's kind of hard because sometimes I don't even remember that I, I did like when the keep it 100 series and they have like just clips of a whole bunch of people really fast. I don't yeah. even remember I did that. So yeah. yeah. I'm surprised for you when you see yourself in it. Like, Oh, I said that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So how did you originally get started with, with cut? You know, other people I've talked to, they've, you know, there was a, a open call or they knew someone, but, but how, what was your experience and how did you get involved? Um, so basically I was watching cut videos, like enjoying it like any other person. And I noticed there were so many people with like Seattle sportswear attire on. And I was like, what the hell is that? Like, where is this? So I Googled it. And then they used to have um, everybody who had uh, that worked there, they would have their picture and like a bio of them. And I saw one of my classmates from high school. He was like a video editor. His name is Joe. And um basically I just reached out to him on Facebook I was like hey how do I get on here and he sent me the link and I signed up for the link and then I got that lineup video and then they've just been asking me back ever since I don't even I don't I don't like ask to be in they're like oh we want you in this one I'm like okay cool yeah and you unlike a lot of people you seem to have made it a complete family affair we've met everybody your grandpa your mom your stepdad your stepbrother you just dragged them all into it exactly (laughs) it's kind of a running joke that i force them to do it but they love doing it so it's not even that bad yeah so does i mean there's been a few that like definitely your your parents they've done some on on their own so that just shows that you're not forcing them exactly i'm like you guys you guys love it so it's not even a big deal yeah. So does this cut come to you and ask you to bring bring along the family or, or how does that actually happen? How did you how did you how did you get them to do the, the first one anyways? Um, I, I think there was one that I had. Li- the first one I did with my mom and my stepdad, I didn't tell my stepdad what I was doing with them because I knew he would say no. But my mom knew. So we kind of conned him into doing it and then he gets recognized everywhere and he like loves it because (laughs) he'll be at Costco in line and people will be like, Oh my God, I saw you on cut. And then he'll call me, he'll call me on FaceTime because they want to FaceTime me. And I'm like, Oh my God, I'm in my like face mask and like chilling (laughs) at home. It's so funny. But 
um, yeah, that's how they got into it. And then my parents are just characters in themselves. So I guess it just, it was just like great formula. Like that's literally how they are like at home. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess I'm surprised to hear that your stepdad was the one that was maybe the most hesitant. Cause I feel like he's the, he's the one with the biggest personality on those, on those, yeah. on the camera. Definitely is. And then me and him together, is just like a whole nother dynamic. It's so funny. Yeah. And, and I, I believe you when you say that they're the kind of the same way at home, because you did, you posted that video, I guess, when you were a fake tattoo and, and they, they had stuff going even then. So, so yeah, 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 definitely for sure. Yeah. So how much, when, when you said it, when you go to these cut, um, I guess these productions, you said that they ask you to do them. Do, do they tell you now exactly what it's going to be? Cause I've, I've talked to people that's like, they don't exactly know what they're getting themselves into when they, when they show up. Is that the case for you or? Um, so sometimes they do. So like, if I'm guessing something, if I'm like the guesser on a lineup, they don't tell you anything because they want you to be like shock value. Um, majority of the time they do tell you exactly what's happening. Like I did this like spinoff series for a Snapchat. It was through cut. It eventually was, um, later released on YouTube, which was the lie detector test. But at first that was on Snapchat and, um, basically it was like, they were like, Oh, we're, you're doing this and this and this, you're getting hooked up to lie detector test. That was when I definitely had to like beg my dad to do. Cause he was like, I don't want to be hooked up to a lie detector test. Like what if he asked me some incriminating blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what, what do you have to hide? Like what, what is the, like it took up to literally maybe 30 minutes before shoot time that he was like, fine, I'll do it. And it was because of how much we were getting paid to do it because it was a Snapchat uh, sponsorship. So it was, it was a, a good chunk of money. Well, that's, that's good to hear because I've, I've heard that there's not a lot of money in cut videos. A lot of times it's just hopeful that it, it gets your name out there. So, yeah, that, I think that's also another reason why a lot of people like to do it because they're like hoping that their name gets rolling. Like I had no intention. I didn't even think about it. Like the effect of like, my social media following becoming bigger and all that stuff. Um, it just, it happened. And I was like, Oh, Whoa. Like I was literally in the video at the, like my first video, I was in the, like in the end for like 10 minutes, if that. And then obviously the comments, people were like, Oh my God, who is she? Blah, blah, blah. And then, so that's really what happened. Um, I was recently just talking to a girl who was like, they're casting for a, a specific topic. And she's like, I don't want to be pegged into this topic. And I was like, you just have to know how to market yourself because. So we talked about your, your dad, but what did your grandpa think about being in a video? Did he oh even necessarily know what, like, did, did he, I guess, really know a lot about YouTube? Because that would be a whole another thing to try to explain to my grandparents. He knew nothing. And it was so cute because he always calls it TV. He's like, so I'm on, I'm on TV. And I'm yeah. like, Oh my God. You're like, <laughs> you're like, yeah, you are. And he gets recognized too. And like, he could barely hear, could barely see. And like, when people come up to him, he's like, you saw me on what? Like, you know, but yeah. he loved it when he actually saw it. Yeah. I can just imagine because even with this podcast with, with my grandparents, they're always like, I always forget what time it comes on. I'm like, it doesn't come on at a certain time. You can listen to it whenever you want. I think that's an excuse not to listen, but okay. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> I don't remember what time it comes on. Okay. Exactly. 
No, that's that's funny. So I, I, this is maybe a hard question or one you don't want to answer, but what was your favorite and least favorite videos that you've been in? Ooh, that is a difficult one to answer. Okay, there. Okay, so if you're a super cut fan and you see videos as soon as they come out, there was a video that I was in that was so controversial that they actually deleted it. Mm. And it was the if you search how black are you or guess who's the blackest you'll see other people reacting to it and you could see bits and pieces of it but that was very 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 interesting for me um i wouldn't say it was my favorite or my least favorite but it was definitely something that was it it stuck in me a lot like it's something that i think about often like i wish i would have stayed uh up you know um and then my actual favorite one was when I played um, Fear Pong with my family for Christmas. Mm. Or I guess, I think it was Fear Pong. Was it Fear Pong? It, or Truth Drink, Truth Drink, Truth Drink. Oh, you did Fear Pong with them too for Christmas anyways. Oh, that, that's the one. That's the one. When, yeah, with, with, with Santa and all that. Yeah, Yeah, that was my favorite. I think that one's so funny. You wouldn't do everything. Most people just, they're game for any of it. And you, you didn't refuse to do some things. Right, right. Oh, and actually my least favorite, it's not even my least favorite. It's my least favorite because everybody's so mean to me in the comments. Um, is when I pick the outfit to the person mm. and it drives me crazy because they're like, Oh, she's so judgy, she's so this, she's that's literally the task at hand. Like I and when you when you film these things, they film out all the other I mean they like edit out all the stuff. So you're I'm like sitting there like I hate judging people I hate doing this I hate doing this but of course the way that they they edit it and film it then it's it makes you look a certain way but I really don't care right right and I the ones that they make people like rate level of attractiveness that would be oh I would hate that and then you got to put yourself in the list I don't that I don't that wouldn't be that would not be enjoyable (laughs) I'm so glad I haven't been asked to do one of those yet yeah yeah well if cuts listening this is that's the next video she needs to do (laughs) no but yeah i mean with with cut i it's it's i i was interested to hear that you do actually get recognized um just kind of a very non-scientific look you your videos i think they've been viewed at least 53 3 million times um all together with all the different ones so is it uh i guess is it is it strange to to be recognized based off of those videos because you're definitely talking about some very personal thing in some in some of the videos. So when you're being seen in Costco and they know some crazy things about you, that could get awkward with the wrong person. No, it really is. So like, especially when it first started happening, I would be at the airport and people would DM me and say, I think I saw you at the airport. I'm like, just come up and say hi. Like, if anything, like, it's not that big a deal. Or like, I could, I see people just staring or trying to take pictures. It's like, it's fine. Just ask. It's not a big deal anymore. But I do when people actually do come up to me like, oh my God, I love you on YouTube. I'm like, which one? I immediately, my eyes get big and I'm like, which one did you see? (laughs) It's definitely interesting every time. Yeah, I would, I would imagine so. So do you, I mean, do you think about that at all? The, I guess the legacy behind that, obviously we're, we're all still young, so it's not something to worry about too much. But when you're, I guess your grandpa's age, do you worry about, oh, man, people are going to remember the, you know, some of these videos? You know, at first I thought I was going to be like, oh, my God, whatever. But I definitely 
I mean, everybody knows when they're being problematic or like, you know, like they, they know as soon you're thinking of your thoughts before you say them, you know what I mean? You know, if something's going to be just off the wall. So I just consciously monitor myself when I do go in and like, you know, they're the strip ones. Like I'm not going to get naked on YouTube. Like there's no way, <laughs> like, wow. it, there's no way. But, um, so I don't think I would necessarily be like, Oh, I, I'm so mad that I said that because if I said it, then I said it, you know, at that wow. point, or if I did it, I did it. I'm not really ashamed of it. Uh, you know, sometimes I do think like, Oh, if I wanted a real job, like if they just Google, if all they have to do is type my first name and they see all my cut videos. So it's like, eh, but I mean, it hasn't been a problem. So. Right. Yeah. And I think cut, I mean, they do do some, some things obviously to get views, but as a whole, this is something I've talked about before, you know, they, they do such a really, just a great job on just kind of showing the, the commonality in most people that even though we're all very, very, very different and we do some, some very different things that we're all really pretty, pretty similar. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess that the next question would, would be, do you, I mean, are you interested in doing more cat videos? You asked about being asked back. Yeah, actually. Um, I have like the director's phone numbers and I like text them all that they're texting me back and forth all the time. They'll even ask me like, Hey, do you know anybody that does this, does that? And, um, I reach out to my friends that cause people come to me all the time. They're like, can I be in a cut video? I'm like, I can't control that, but I can let you know if I find anything. Um, I was actually asked to do a lineup video next week, but I'll be in San Diego. So I was like, sorry. And they're like, it's okay. Uh, you know, we'll hit you up next time. So yeah i mean there is times where i say no and i, I it's because i'm busy but i love doing them so i usually try to make it work right when you've involved most of your family at this point the next step is just when you have kids get them in those hi-ho kid videos right exactly i love the hi-ho kid videos they're so adorable yeah no they're, they're they are pretty funny i, I like yeah. those too so outside of cut we're, we're beyond that now tell us just a little bit about i guess what, what you do when you're not at those cut uh, cut studios? Because I know there's a lot of life outside of that. Yeah. Uh, so like I said, I'm a model. Um, I do that full time. I'm signed with an actual agency. People are, are very widely mistaken Instagram model versus actual model um, these days. But that has been my career since I was 17 years old. Um, I do like YouTube videos and stuff like that. Uh, just really I just live day by day the way that I want to do it um I'm very blessed and fortunate to be able to do that and um you know be able to stay creative with like YouTube videos and doing stuff around my house and like like in the right now I'm creating um a media room so it's just going to be like where all my camera setup is my backdrop and like um you know just media stuff like basically where you're at now but just with everything because it's kind of like all over the place right at this moment so that I could just be a one-stop shop for my own self and if I need some content I could bang it out rather it be a photo shoot or a YouTube video so yeah. yeah that's really cool what what kind of modeling do you do and I know nothing about modeling so maybe it's it's all the same but isn't there kind of difference between like fashion models and the ones that are like doing it for you know, magazines and people are doing it for the, 
Kmart ads and stuff like that? Or do you do whatever, whatever pays? Um, so I have an agency. I've been with them since I was 17. Um, I do basically all of it. Um, I've done runway before. Um, I do sports modeling. I do beauty modeling, which is like just close-ups of your face for like ads and stuff like that. Um, some of the clients, it's been like Nordstrom, Lululemon, um, Xbox, Microsoft, Kate Somerville. Like I've had a lot of campaigns over the like last 12 years of doing it. Um, it's, it's a lot of work. A lot of people think it's just, oh, you go get pretty and you go get in front of a camera. Like, no, it's literal eight hour days where you have to be high energy and look good while doing it. Like that's not like, uh, it's not as easy as it seems, but it's really fun and I love it. So how, how has that been affected this past year with COVID? Have you, have you seen an issue or? Um, it's so strange. So at the beginning of COVID, like March to maybe October-ish, yeah, September, October-ish, it was just dead. Like, obviously there was not much work. Like, um, I remember when I was getting like castings for stuff, I would have to self-shoot. Um, so thank God I even have the equipment because I do like YouTube videos and stuff anyway. So I was able to like do a casting as if I went into the actual facility to do it or, um, you know, take pictures whatever. My boyfriend's really great at like helping me set up the scene and get what needs to be done to these uh, casting directors so I could get these jobs. Um, and then all of a sudden it started picking up so much and I was just, I've been working. So I am very grateful for that. Um, I've booked like a few campaigns within the last couple of weeks and I couldn't be more happy. So no, that's be coming out soon. good to hear. Good to hear. So we'll, we'll uh, even you've got that perfect name and I eventually will, uh, we'll all know it that don't already. Right. You're right. Exactly. Hopefully. So for, for those who are listening and, and do want to hear more about you or, or hear more from you, how can they connect? You talked about your YouTube you know you got their website, but how can they connect the best? My Instagram is my name, Anjali. Um, Twitter as well. I, I've basically dominated all of the platforms of my first name. And there's another girl out there that has the first name and she tries to get it all the time. I'm like, no, no, no. Like, no, sorry, ma'am. But um, my website, Anjali.com as well. You could contact and get in touch with me. Um, yeah. Very good. Well, it's been a pleasure speaking with you. I really appreciate your time. And uh, yeah, thanks for being here. Thanks. I really appreciate it. And there's my interviews with both Jasmine Kendrick and Anjali Jean-Pierre. Hope you enjoyed those. I really enjoy cut videos. I really enjoyed speaking with them. Urge you to check out, um, you know, what they're up to, whether it's the podcast with Jasmine um, or whether it's, you know, the modeling and, and a lot of other things uh, that Anjali has going on. Just really cool people, and I understand why they're uh, so welcomed um, on the, the Cut videos. I urge you to check out Cut. I mean, they're certainly not for everyone. Um, you know, there, I think there are videos for everyone. Some of them do get a little bit crazy at times, um, but the overall arching... I think theory behind cut is just to show our, our similarities and show that, um, I guess that connection and companionship and, and just have real conversations. So they're, they're, they're interesting social, uh, videos. 
So check that out on YouTube should you want to. And, uh, you know, check out, uh, like I said, both of them. Follow them uh, on, on all of their, their social media they told you about. And, uh, of course, follow us. Always appreciate that. Not in the Huff podcast on Instagram, uh, jacksonhuff.com. And we also have a Facebook page, Not in the Huff with Jackson Huff. Thanks so much for being here. We'll see you next time. Take it away, Chris. This has been Not in a Huff with Jackson Huff. Thank you for listening. Be sure to join us next time where we will interview another amazing guest who is sure to make you laugh or make you think, or hey, maybe even both. But until then, keep being awesome.